Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. And what a mighty God we serve. So family, I am so excited today. I would love to share with you what I have been working on. I launched it on my birthday, which was yesterday, November 13th. I am happy to announce Command Your Morning ebook. I am so excited to Oh man, just to see God just move in so many ways. Um, I'm so excited for all that he's doing. And I'm just so grateful and humbled to see the manifestations of his promises, which are yea and amen. Um, I've been working on this audiobook, ebook, workbook, and audiobook, I should say, for about a few months now. Um, I, I just launched the ebook. I'm working on the audiobook still, but I'm just so grateful. And I actually wasn't going to uh, push it out, but I made a promise to myself and I gave myself a deadline to launch it on my birthday. And um, I'm just so excited, family, what God is doing. So if you're interested in reading, command your morning, hop over to Amazon and get you a copy of my latest book. And I'm so excited. And just even, you know, how it came about is why I want to talk to you guys, because the Bible says he who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. And it's so important that we get so in tuned and we get so sensitive and intimate with God that we develop a spiritual ear to hear. One day I was in a different room on Clubhouse, the Glambitious room, and the speaker was, you know, having a conversation. And the topic was, how do you start your mornings? And everyone was sharing amazing insights. However, no one mentioned about commanding their mornings. Job 38:12 has thou commanded thy morning and caused the dawn to know its place. This is something that I am very familiar with, something I practice, something I declare and decree in the earth upon waking up. That's how I start my morning, declaring and decreeing and commanding the morning to come into agreement with the word of God and what God has spoken, my daily portion for the day, my mercy, my grace, my uh my joy, all that God has for me that day. I call it forth because that is my portion. That is my right as a creator, as a child of God made in the image of God. So I raised my hand and I began to share what the Lord put on my heart to share. And as I was speaking, one of the hosts said to me, and as I'm hearing you speak in the spirit, I hear you with an audiobook commanding and declaring and decreeing your, your mornings. This is awesome. Everyone got super, super excited and I was just truly humbled. But I will tell you this, in that moment, though the words came from her mouth, it came from the throne room. To get to a place that we cultivate our ear, having listening ear that though we may hear people, we hear the voice of God. That seed planted in my heart and I meditated on it for weeks. And my next question was, how? Lord, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to fulfill this? You gave me this word. Now, all I needed you to do is give me the instruments, give me the tools that I need to make this come to pass. 
And we have to begin to get to a place that we can really hear God, that we have an ear to hear. There's so much that God wants us to do in the earth. There's so much that God has in store for you. The question is, do you have an ear to hear? Or when people talk or when people minister to you, do you just check it off as, oh, that was mama or, oh, that was auntie or, oh, that was pastor? Or do you have a listening ear that you can receive in the spirit that this was God, this came from the throne room of heaven, that you don't look at your own inadequacies, that you don't look at yourself, what you don't know and who you don't know. And, oh, I'm not a writer or, oh, I'm not this. And I'm not that we look at ourselves and we devalue ourselves based on our experiences, based on how we were raised. And we don't, we don't take the challenge. We don't look at what is being said as an opportunity. And I thank God that he is developing me in this season that when I hear, I hear he who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. And I begin to move in action and I begin to go forth and just begin to say, okay, Lord, how, how that was my next work, my next prayer. How, how, and God began to line things up and it's just simply amazing. And I'm so grateful. I'm so humbled by what the Lord is doing and what the Lord is manifesting by me commanding my morning, by me coming in agreement with what has already been spoken. And I'm not going to tap too much to what is in the book, but it's so important that we understand who we are as children of God. It's so important that we tap into the to the kingdom of God and the resources that are available to each and every one of us. God is not picking and choosing which one of his children's can have access to the kingdom. We all have access to the kingdom. We all have the same father. We all are in the likeness and in his image. And we all have the opportunity to say, you know what? I am that I am. I am that I am. I am made in the image of my father and he is the greatest creator of all times. In the beginning, God said, let there be and there was to know that we are made in the image of God. And it's so important that we are identifying ourselves with who we are in Christ and not our parents, not our past, not our mistakes. I am made in the image of God. God is there. There's no limits on God. He is so infinite. He's fine. Like we, God is so big. God is so big. And sometimes we, we, we don't see ourselves. We, we don't see ourselves right. And we limit ourselves based on experiences, based on failed attempts. Maybe if you tried something before and it didn't work and it discouraged you to step out in faith and try something else or try it again. But I want to encourage you today that no matter what it is that you tried and didn't work, try it again because God is faithful. God is looking for you to step up and say, okay, show me how, what do I need to do? Give me the tools, give me the resources, bring me the right network, bring me the right team that I can bring this to pass. Father, you gave me the idea. I'm going to give it feet and let your spirit give it wings. I am so grateful for that ability to see past my own inadequacies and see past my failures and see past my past. We can get so caught up in the past and we can get caught up in the uh, mistakes of others but we got to look at our glorious God and look what is in his hand as he put it in our hand we can't look at ourselves 
We can't look at ourselves if I can't share anything else. You can't look at the man and woman in the mirror because when we do, we're going to always find something wrong. We're going to always find an insecurity. We're going to always feel like we're not good enough. We're going to always feel like we're not worth it. But when you look into the mirror of the living word, you see something different. Your eyes begin to glow. There's a sparkle in your eye. There's a joy in your heart. There's a dance in your steps because you begin to see yourself the way your heavenly father sees you. Reading the word of God is just not for information, but for edification, for growth. God wants to stretch you. God wants to mature you. God wants to bring you higher. God wants to heal your perspective of yourself. We don't see ourselves right. And God wants to heal your perspective of yourself, but it's going to take you spending time with him. Take you spending time in his word. Take you really sitting and soaking in the word of who I am in Christ Jesus. Who am I? Who am I? While I was yet in my mother's womb, you created something special. What did you create, oh God? Who am I? We have to sit with God and we have to ask him these questions. If any man lack wisdom, let them ask of God and he will give freely. We have to take these questions to God and we got to say, who am I? Not what social media says you are, not what your parents say you are, not what failed attempts say you are, not mistakes, not your, none of that can tell you who you are. Only God. We, we ignore God's voice and we listen to the voice of the world and we find ourselves discouraged. We're not stepping out in faith. We're not really trying because we're so afraid to fail. But the only true failure is the one who never tries. I'd rather try and fail than not to try at all. I don't know what's going to come of this ebook. I don't know. My prayer is that it bless those as it bless me. My prayer is that it, it, it exalts you and it, it opens the eyes of your understanding. And it brings you to the point that you are ready to see yourself the way God sees you. And you're ready to declare and decree your mornings that you will begin to manifest the kingdom of God in your life. But it may not. But whether it do or whether it don't, that is not my my, my attention, my attention is doing the work of him that sent me. My attention is getting it out there. My attention is, okay, God, what do you want me to do in this season? If it work, it work. If it don't, guess what? I'm going to try again and I'm going to write again and I'm going to keep writing. Why? Because God has given me this in this season, this heart. I just want to produce. I have a producing heart at this season and I, I just want everything in me to come out of me. I don't want to die. And there's so much that God planted in me and it goes in the grave with me. Don't let the gifts that God planted in you go in the grave. Don't muzzle your gifts because of fear. Don't muzzle your gifts because of people. Sometimes we, we, we silence ourselves and we silence the gift and we really don't show ourselves who we really are because what people may think and what people may say. But when we get out of people pleasing and our heart is to please God, you will shine bright. God is looking for you to, to shine bright. Remember the parable with the talent. God is going to come back asking for what he's planted in you. 
And we have to be humble enough to say, you know what? I took the five things you gave me and I made 10 or I took the two and I made five. But please, we cannot be the one who took the talent and buried it in the ground. But we have to be fruitful that we have to take everything that God has given us and begin to produce without fear, without apology, that I'm not going to apologize for who God made me to be. I'm not going to apologize for the gifts that he has planted in me. I am not going to apologize for the voice that he has given me to declare and decree in the earth. But we allow people to silence us. We allow mistakes to silence us, the past to silence us. But today I, I pray and declare and decree that you won't let another thing silence your voice, that you won't let another thing muzzle the gift that is inside you. If you want to write, write. You want to start that business, start. You want to start that family, start. You want to start that ministry, start. Whatever it is that God has planted in you, let it come to pass. Let that fruit spring up. God is looking for fruit remember the fig tree remember the fig tree Jesus got so upset because he went to a fig tree that should have had some fruit on it but it didn't and he cursed the fig tree let's not be like the fig tree where we should be producing fruit and we should be able to allow those that come in contact with us to eat of our tree to eat of our tree But they can't, but they can't because we're too busy focusing on everybody else's tree or we're too busy focused on how people are looking at our tree. But I tell you, if you focus on the vine, you can't focus on people. We got to focus on the vine. The fruit that needs to be produced in this life is only going to be produced by connecting to the vine. If you abide in me. And my word abide in you, that you shall ask what you will and it shall be done. You got to cleave to the vine. That's where your help is. That's where your nutriment is. That is where your hope is, is in the vine. And we got to get our heart off of people. We got to get our mind off of people. We got to get our expectations off of people. And we, the only person we need to have an expectation for is God. If you have planted this in me, if you have given me this seed, if you have given me this idea, that means that you are faithful, not man that you should lie. And you're going to cause this thing to come to pass. I don't know when. I don't know how. I just know that if I put my trust in the, in the, in the Messiah, if I put my trust in Jesus, he will not let me be ashamed. And that has to be your resolve. There's so much that God wants to do in this season. There's so much in you that God wants to share with the world. There's so many people that God wants to bless and deliver and set free by your words, whether they're being you speaking, whether it being you writing, whatever it is, God wants you to begin to move. God wants you to get active with the fruit. Are you bearing fruit? Or are you dry? Are you dry? Are you in a spiritual famine? Not producing anything. Because you're not truly in the vine. We got to ask ourselves these questions. We got to humble ourselves because we should be producing fruit. Why? Because he said you will know them by their fruit. And he's not just talking about the fruit of the spirit. Hallelujah. Because we are required as believers 
to be led by the Holy Spirit of God, to be filled with the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, righteousness, long suffering, meekness and self-control. But God is also looking for us to produce fruit, that we are in his likeness, that we are creators, that we are creative beings, that we are moving and doing things for the kingdom of God to bring forth edification and exaltation to the body of Christ. We should be producing fruit. Giving all glory to God. So I am so excited for this season. I have other projects that are in the works But I just glorify God. I glorify God for giving me an ear to hear. I glorify God for giving me the passion and the drive to be pleasing in his sight. That is my heart. Because if he planted it in me, that means he want fruit from it. Hallelujah. The point of a seed is for fruit. God want to see an increase. The word of God is a seed. And you can tell a person that has been intimate in the word because their life is full of production. There's a producing that takes place because they've been they've been just filled with the seed of the word of God. And then he begins to water them by his spirit and with the seed in the water, you begin to flourish and you begin to just just to see. Wow. You just begin to look like Christ more and more and more. The more time you spend in the word, the more you look like Christ. The more you begin to do, Jesus said, he who believes in me, greater works, hallelujah, greater works. There's things we must do. There's things we got to do. All creation is waiting for the manifestations for the sons and daughters of God to be made manifest. We must produce. We're at that hour. It is clear. It is evident. As you look on the news, it is evident. It's time for us to get Get it out there. Get this fruit in the hands of the hungry. Get this fruit in the hands of those that are tired and weary and thirsty and don't know. We got to give them this fruit. We got to plant those seeds of who Christ is. And we must let them know that the kingdom of heaven is here and they have access to it. We cannot be selfish with the word. We can't be selfish with what we have learned. We can't be selfish freely. It has been given freely. We must give. There's so many people who don't know who Christ is. There are people who don't understand who Christ is. They may know him, but they don't understand who he is as Lord, as Messiah, as friend. But you do. And if you would humble yourself and get outside of yourself and begin to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and begin to utilize your gifts for the kingdom of God. Not looking at your inadequacies, not looking at your insecurities, not looking to people. For as Apostle Paul said, if I am to be a pleaser of men, then I cannot be a servant of God. I don't have time to be worried about what people think about me. I don't have time to worry about what people are going to say about me. I got time to work the works of him that sent me while it's still day. Because at the end of the day, when it's time for me to stand in judgment and God comes back looking for increase on the seed he gave me. I want to hear well done, my good and faithful servant. There's nothing that I can say standing before my Lord that's going to justify why I buried my seeds in the ground. While I buried my talents in the ground. There's nothing I can say to justify it because he's coming and he's looking. 
The word is 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 faithful. It's it will it will not return unto as void, but it shall accomplish all that God had called it to accomplish. So when Jesus comes to you and he stands before you, he's going to ask you, can you give account to the gifts that he has given you? What are you going to say? I was afraid of people. I'm too insecure. I don't feel worthy enough. So I buried it in the ground. That's not going to fly with Jesus. It's not going to fly. Because when the servant told him that, he said, the least you could have did was put it in a bank. I could have got increased with you in the bank. But you you buried it in the ground. If you wasn't going to do nothing with it, you should have gave it to someone else that was going to do something with it. But you buried it in the ground. Don't bury what God has planted in you in the ground. No matter how big or how insignificant you may think it is. Begin to prepare. Begin to move. Begin to do. Ask the Holy Spirit to sensitize you, to give you ears to hear that when you hear something, whether it be on, you know, social media or on the news or, or uh, uh, while you at church or just whatever. Having a conversation amongst friends because God is always speaking. He's always speaking. We just don't have an ear to hear to separate and divide him from people. We, imag- we automatically assume, oh, that's just something auntie said. Huh? No. God used a donkey to get his point across. God can use each and every one of us to plant seeds. It's up to us to to hear that word and say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Lord, you're speaking to me. Lord, you're talking to me. Lord, what do I need to do to make this a manifestation? What do I need to do to give you fruit on this seed? And when you have that heart and you're ready to move in obedience in spite of what people will say or do, in spite of your own feelings, inadequacies, and insecurities. Because trust me, this wasn't, this not, uh, listen, I, I did my first book, but I was a co-author. I wasn't, you know, this not easy, but it's about obedience. I don't, like I said, I don't know what's going to come out of it. But the joy that I have in my heart is not how it's going to turn out, but that it turned out. That I did it, that I did it. I did it by the grace of God. And this is what we got to do. We got to do it. We got to work. We got to begin to produce fruit. And the more you do it, the more you will want to do it. The more you want to work. We got to get out of being lazy. We got to get out of being, you know, comfortable in our comfort zone. Oh, nope. This doesn't make me comfortable. I'm not doing it. Oh, I don't know this. So I'm not doing it. Oh, that's out of my lane. No, make it your lane. Make it your lane. You won't know what's in you until you try. You don't know the seed that God has planted in you until you try. You'll never know. The Bible says we know in part. I don't know all that is in me. But I tell you one thing. I'm going to find out by the grace of God. Until he's ready to take me home. I want to see all that he has planted in me while I was yet in my mother's womb. He made me with a purpose to give me a future, a hope and expected. And in my eyes will behold the beauty of the Lord. My eyes will behold what God has promised. My eyes will behold what he planted. 
So I pray today that this encourage you to step out in faith and begin to do what God has called you to do. Begin to bring those seeds to life. If you've been sitting on an assignment, if you've been sitting on a gift, get up off of your butt and begin to work the work of him that sent you. You've been writing a book, but it's sitting on a shelf. You got writer's block. Begin to worship, begin to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to release that anointing to break the yoke of writer's block that you could begin to write. God told you to start that ministry. Don't worry about how many people are going to be able to assist you and help. God will send the help. He need you to start. He need you to prepare. That business. Start writing that business plan down. Begin to prepare yourself for the overflow. Prepare yourself for the overflow. Don't prepare, don't don't worry about what you don't know. Hallelujah. Don't prepare yourself for what you don't know. Prepare yourself for the overflow. God give us the ideas. He's looking for us to give it feet. And by his spirit, he gives it wings. We got to start. We got to move. We got to get active. We got to get active in the things of the kingdom of God. There's so much that God wants to do in so many ways he reached to his people. And I thank God for this season because I know a lot of people who really, truly enjoy reading. And this is a way that I can share the gospel. This is a way that I can share who we are in Christ Jesus. This is a way that I can instill in the body of Christ that we have power and authority to reign on the earth as kings and queens. This is a way that God is going to use me in the earth to share his word with his children, not just as a minister, not just on podcast, not just on clubhouse, but in writing form. There's so many ways that we can share the gospel and we have to do it wholeheartedly with all of our heart to the glory of God. So I'm praying today to disencourage you because I'm so excited, family. I am so excited that Command Your Morning has finally launched and I'm so excited for many more. I'm still working on the audiobook, which was very challenging, but I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone. I talk fast sometimes and because I'm narrating my own audiobook, um, I'm challenged by, hello, <laughs> I have to calm down. I have to talk slower. It's challenging, but it's exciting. Don't focus on the challenge. Focus how exciting it's going to be to see this other version of you being made manifest before your eyes. In the process of us learning and coming to the knowledge of who Christ is, we also learn and come to the knowledge of who we are in him. Become, become the best version of yourself, family. But you must step out in faith. Stop sitting on the things that God has given you right now. If you are listening to the sound of my voice and God has planted an idea, God has gave you an idea or you already had the idea and you already started working, but you didn't complete. You're at a pause state. You stuck. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that the spirit of God rest upon you this day to start and complete. Not just to start, but I speak completion in the name of Jesus Christ. We serve a God that completes. It is finished. We serve a God that completes. So we must in the image of God be children that completes the task in which he has given us. 
I speak completion in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That if you've been stuck, if you've been stuck in a hard place, if you've been weary, if you've just been confused, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that the spirit of completeness rests upon you, that the spirit of excellence rests upon you, that you begin to burst forth and begin to do those things that God has told you to do, the things he's whispered in your ear, the dreams that he's giving you, that it becomes a manifestation in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I speak excellence. I speak completion. I speak hallelujah. The glory of God rising among you in this hour to do what he has called you to do. That he will equip you. That he will give you the resources. He will bring the people, the destiny helpers that's going to help cultivate the gift that is in you. Don't worry about how. You worry about just starting. We get so stuck on how, 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 who, who, who. No, just, know what? I'm going to just move. I'm going to just start this thing. And God, you're going to do the rest. Like I said, God gives us the idea. He's looking for us to give that idea feet. And by his spirit, he gives it wings to fly. But we have to start. We got to move. So I encourage you today to move. I encourage you today to do. I'm super excited. I have a second book now. The first one being a co-author. It was amazing. But to be able to have something with my name on it, 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 it's just I'm in awe to the glory of God. I'm in awe to the to the, the sovereignty of God and his love. And I know there's things that you've been praying for. There's things that you dream about, but you got to start. You can't sit in fear. You can't sit in doubt. For without faith, it's impossible to please him. You cannot sit in fear. You cannot sit worrying about people and what people are going to say. You can't be a people pleaser and expect to complete anything that God has told you to do. Jesus, I'm going to say that again. You cannot be a people pleaser and expect to finish what God has called you to do. So I encourage your heart today to leave people behind. Leave your insecurities behind. Leave your doubt behind. Pick up your bed and walk. You got work to do. There's lives that are assigned to you. There are souls that are assigned to you. There's people waiting on you to preach, waiting on you to write, waiting on you to sing, waiting on you to start that business, to start that ministry. There are people waiting on you. There are souls tied to you. Get active family for the glory of God. Let not our father return unto us and all we have is empty hands because we buried it in the ground. Jesus, I love you family. I'm so excited and I pray that you are excited to get kickstarted and get kicked into gear to do the things that God has placed on your heart to do in this season. That you will see his glory rise among you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.